Hello and welcome to the Lioncast. My name is Connor. The Lioncast is the ICS podcast made entirely by students of ICS. Before we start, be sure to check out our sister program, the Lions Radio Network, which you can find at intermountainchristian.org at the bottom of the homepage. And now we go to Michael, list of everyone you need to say happy birthday to. Happy birthday to these Lions this week. Happy birthday to Braden McCoo in fifth grade on February 17th. Here's happy birthday to Cody Cotting in first grade also on the 17th. Here are some messages for you all. Hi, this is Ben. Have a good birthday, Brayden. Hey, Brayden, it's Drew. Just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Hope you have a fun time. Hey, Brayden, it's Cash. Uh, hope you have a great day and happy birthday. Hi, Cody. Um, my name is Burke, and I wish you a happy birthday. Hi, Cody. It's Sam. Happy birthday. Hi, Cody. I know your birthday was coming up. I really want to um, say something that would make you happy. My name's Wesley E, and I wish you a happy birthday. I wish that you would have the best birthday ever. Happy birthday to everyone from us here at the Lioncast. And this week's joke of the week is, which letter of the alphabet has the most water? The C. And now we go to Aiden with sports. Thank you, Connor. Now for a brief summary of last week's games. On Monday, the middle school girls played dual immersion. The A-team won 16-8. Wednesday, they played Monticello, and they lost 25-29. On Tuesday, the high school girls played Windover. They lost 54-45. Next week on Friday and Saturday, there are high school boys and girls games. We encourage you to come by and support the Lions. The Friday varsity games are at 6 and 7.30. On Saturday, the varsities are at 3 and 4.30. All games are at ICS. Thank you, Aiden. We'll be cheering everyone on from here. So every week we try and find a blessing for the ICS community. And this week we are thankful that our basketball seniors were able to celebrate at senior night. And now we go to Alexis with news and announcements. Last week on the 9th and 10th, parents met with teachers to talk about their children's grades. Last week on Friday, the 11th, we had no school and ICS hosted the National Honor Society's Blood Drive. Amazing, isn't it? And by the way, this also took place from the 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. time periods. And Friday was also the Buffalo Battles Debate Tournament, which was super fun. I ended up going to. It was great. And on the 15th of February, there will be a poetry recital for the first and second graders. And they will have each chosen a poem to memorize and present to their families. Super fun. And this poetry recital will be from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. if you're interested. On the 17th, there's going to be a district tournament for debate, and this tournament will be in Tuella. And the 18th, there will be a middle school skating event held in Cottonwood Heights Recreation Center from 9 to um, 7 to 9 p.m. There is also a $10 fee, and parents will pick up, drop off, and there will also be snacks, so make sure to be there. That's all this week has to offer. Thanks, Alexis. And now we got to know who interviewed Mr. Menning. Hi, I'm Noah Packer, and I have a very special guest with me today, Mr. Menning. If you didn't know, Mr. Menning is our head of school at ICS. Sadly, he announced earlier this year that this would be his last year at ICS's head of school. We wanted to have him on the line cast to reflect on his time leading ICS. Yeah. So. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm glad you could make it. Me too. Yeah. Um, we'll start off with this first question. Mr. Menning, I'm... How long have you been the head of school? Been the head of school for 
little over eight years. Eight years. That started in January of 2014. Did you do anything before that for ICS? I did. I was starting in the fall of 2012, so that would be 10 years this ago this fall. I was the uh, development director and business manager, kind of like Mr. Johnson now, like operations director. Um, and I did that. And I was on the admin team. We, we didn't really have a, a school head at the time. We had four of us that were leading it together. Um, and uh, that I did that for about a year and a half until becoming the head in January of 2014. That's cool. Yeah. What, what brought you to ICS? Well... Uh, I would say my wife, mostly. Uh, she graduated from ICS in 1993. We met in 1994. Um, we moved out here in 2000, and then um, after we got married. And uh, in 2006, our oldest son, Isaiah, started attending here. And if any of you had Mrs. Combe in pre-K, it was her first year of teaching pre-kindergarten that uh, was Isaiah's first year here and now he's in college so that's kind of cool um, and Mrs. Comey is retiring this year but um, I was actually I left teaching uh, in 2000 after I taught for four years and I went into accounting and finance and I got my uh, MBA and my CPA license and I was working in uh, public accounting and then private accounting and finance, and I was working for a company right across the road from school. And um, for the last two years, while I was there, I was the VP of Finance and Operations for that company. And we had three kids here, and I had, we had three, one more that we had adopted, Asher, and then we were in the process of adopting Cindy and Lou. And for two years, I was literally at the third floor window that I could point to if we go over there. And I was looking at IC, I was looking at my computer, working my computers and I was looking at the school and I was wondering what is God going to do with that place? What is that place? What's the vision for it? Where are we headed? And I started asking some questions and then um, eventually some positions and possibilities came open and and uh, went and joined the school board. Uh, or, sorry, I didn't join. This. I joined uh, the school. I was thinking about the school board because um, uh, the father of Rebecca and uh, in the high school, Rebecca Warner and, um, and Jenna and, and Benjamin. Nate Warner was the board chair, and there were other people around, too, who were on the school board, uh, one of whom was Mrs. Buckley. You know, she actually hired me. She was involved in hiring me, and now she, she likes to laugh. She says she was my boss at one point, and then now I'm her boss. So anyway, but yeah, so that's how I got to ICS. Huh, that's uh, I find it very funny that she was... Yeah, kind of above you at one yes. point. Yes. Well, she's smarter than me, so that makes sense. <laughs> uh, well, you worked here for eight years as head of school, right? Mm -hmm. So, what are some things that you were most proud of while working here? I would say one of the the big things, and it was a tough thing to do, and it's something that you guys see a lot. You hear about it, I think. You see it in the classrooms. I, I'm looking at a copy of it right now on the whiteboard that I'm staring at is our mission statement um, that we're a Christ-centered learning community that equips and inspires students to thrive in God's world. Now, that wasn't always the mission statement of ICS. And when I started as head of school, we had another mission statement and it was down in the teacher's lounge. And I'm not sure it was really paid attention to a lot. And um, 
um, we felt like if we're going to have a mission, we need to have it be who we really are. So it took us actually seven months to write those 17 words because they were going to influence everything. And then after we finished that process um, in 2014, we felt like we have to pour, I guess that was actually 2015. It was the spring of 2015. Um, we have to pour everything through that at that point. And if that's going to be our mission, we're really going to make that our mission. And um, I feel like it took a long time uh, to establish a culture that matches that, but that's what I'm the most proud of probably uh, at ICS. Um, what was the original mission statement? Do you remember? I don't remember, actually. <laughs> um, you've heard our motto, we'll say equip, inspire, thrive, or you've seen me yeah. put that at the bottom of emails and stuff like that. Um, our motto was what everyone kind of knew, and that was shaping hearts to serve, which is cool. Um, yeah. That, I have nothing against that. It just wasn't um, something that we really knew, okay, are we really going to make that it? And, and it was funny. There was another mission statement. It was something about going out into communities and – and it, I appreciated it. It was just, it wasn't really talked about a lot. And so uh, we needed a fresh start there. So. Yeah, everybody needs a fresh start now and again. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that Isaiah graduated from here. Yes. How many other kids have been coming to ICS? We have all sorts of kids. So, um, so Isaiah is a sophomore in college. Um, Joey is a senior this year, and, and he started in pre-K. Um, Ellie is a freshman. And Cindy is a seventh grader, and Luther is a fifth grader. And then we have another son, Asher, who actually goes to another school, um, to Oakwood Elementary. So we have, um, those are our six kids. Wow, that's cool. So you're running around the place getting them to soccer practice. And yes, soccer and basketball. And now it's just basketball games, it feels like. This week we have two nights with Ellie games, two nights with Cindy games. We've got Luther doing doing uh, um, martial arts and there's all kinds of things going on so it's it's busy so well that's really cool yeah well we just talked about your proudest moment why don't yeah. we talk about what your favorite memory was mm. my favorite memory of ICS probably um, one of the things that the school board asked me to um, really pursue, and I got here, was development work and really helping people, um, um, helping people uh, get excited about what we're doing and and give money to the school. To be honest with you, and so um, the school used to do a, an auction and um, uh, something called a hoopathon. I'm looking around. I don't think any of you participated in the hoopathon, but um, but those were kind of our fundraisers that we did, and and we really felt like, hey, we need to raise some more significant funds in order to really accomplish some exciting things. But how do we do that? And um, those would raise about the auction would usually raise about thirty thousand dollars a year. The 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 hoopathon would raise about twenty thousand dollars a year, and so after talking to some others around the country realized that might not be the best approach and we really just need to get people excited about what's happening excited about the mission of the school and then um ask them to participate 
And so our first year, we tried something completely new, and we held a big event. We called it the Annual Fund Dinner, and you might have heard about that in the past. Um, and it was kind of like a gala, and it was a thing that you tell people what's happening at the school, and then you invite them to to give. And it was in November. And the first one we did, we decided to take it off campus, and we did it on the third story of of the the Utes football stadium, of University of Utah football stadium. And up there, there's a whole meeting room. There are about 300 people there. And right behind us were these windows that were that were all across the 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 one side of the room. And all you could see was the Salt Lake Valley. And it was it was beautiful. It was amazing. We were all together. And I was really nervous because people were like, well, how are you going to raise money if you're not going to be auctioning off items or you're you're not asking people to do pledges? And I said, we're just going to ask. And in that first event it was so um it, i was so relieved that that night there had been like seventy eight thousand dollars given and it was like it beat the auction and that's all i really wanted to do right and so um not that it was all about the money but it was like kind of a big risk and then since then god's just blessed it big time as we've learned how to get to know people and really partner with people <coughs> wow that's just really cool that you beat how you were originally doing it and you just asked and so many people yeah came and and, and that that's when it was i think people just wanted to participate and and wanted to hear why you know why mm -hmm. would we participate and that changed and then from there it really really exploded so uh in a good way wow that's really cool well now that we talked about your past working here we everybody's probably wondering why you decided to leave ics yeah well our kids are staying three of them, Joey's graduating. Um, so if that tells you anything, I still, and I do get somewhat of a tuition discount now and I won't have any tuition discount next year. So um, I value it a lot. Um, our family, uh, we have two younger kiddos with special needs. My only sibling has cerebral palsy. My parents aren't getting any younger. And there just have been a lot of needs at home. And um, uh, my wife loves her job. She's got a good job. And so for a year, at least, uh, I'm going to be home and be a stay-at-home dad. And I just felt like it was really, it was time to do that. And we knew something needed to change. Um, but uh, that's kind of, that was the driving, the driving force. So I'm still going to um, help out transition here a little bit with the new head of school. And I'm also going to be doing um, some coaching uh, working with other school leaders on how to do um, uh, development work uh, is something that I'm going to be working on as well. But that's kind of what's driving me. So. Yeah, with what you said, family really should come first. Yeah. Most yep. things. But uh, what do you think you're going to miss here most? Well, I like all you guys, <laughs> and I like hanging out. Um, and a little secret, I kind of like hanging out with high schoolers probably the most. Not that I don't like the other kids, but I, I do. But the thing I'm going to miss the most is uh, my coworkers. And uh, I love the people that uh, work here. And um, they've become friends. We have a lot of fun together. I don't know if you can tell that as students. But if you go into the front office where there's a lot of laughter, um, there's... There's a lot of care for each other, um, and and I, it's one of the most joyful things for me in the last year has been um, leading like um, the 
work at, we're working on this teaching for transformation thing and working with teachers. Um, we just have an incredible staff, and I am going to miss hanging out with them the most. Yeah, it's always hard to say goodbye or see you later to yeah, friends. Yeah, totally. And I'll still be around, but it won't be it won't yeah. be the same. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, since you're moving on, do you have anything that you can tell us, or is it going to be a surprise of the new school? Well, I hope that maybe you've heard already, but we have hired a new uh, school head. Uh, his name is Gabe Pethel, and uh, he is moving from Dayton, Ohio, with his wife Dana, and they have two uh, kids. There's a daughter named Emma, who's going to be a junior here next year. There's another son named Hudson, who will be a second grader. And then they have two older sons as well, one of whom is at Baylor University and one of whom is an Air Force pilot based out of Tampa. And uh, But they're going to be moving here, and he and I have already started working together, especially this week. We started um, doing so a lot. I'm still the head of school, but really if we're going to make any major decisions about next year, I'm doing that in partnership with him already. He's still finishing up his principal job uh, there at a school called Dayton Christian. But... Um, uh, we are definitely starting to work together already. So, so excited about that. I think he's going to be here at the beginning of June and uh, looking forward to a really, really smooth transition is the hope. Yeah, everybody here is definitely going to miss you, of course. Like Thank nobody you. can yeah. fill your shoes, but. Well, everyone, it's interesting. Um, Gabe is fantastic. Um, he is not like me. And I didn't expect that person to be like me. And yet people are comfortable because they, you're used to me, you know, and, and yet there are some things that he brings that I think will be fantastic too, that are strengths that I don't have. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited to see where things are going to go. Yeah, so am I. Well, we're almost done with our interview, but right. uh, we got something for you that you might like to see. All here, right. Or here, I guess. We got some recordings. We went around and asked the teachers what their favorite memories were. Awesome. And if we could have our people in the tech booth go on ahead and play them. All right. Some of my favorite memories of Mr. Menning are not necessarily here at school. I felt like he has been a good friend of mine the entire time I've worked for him. And our texts are more often about the Utah Jazz than they are about school. So hopefully that continue can continue even though he's not here anymore. Thanks, Mitch. My favorite memory of Mitch was when I first um, when I first interviewed for um, a teaching position here. There was not a position that was um, available at that time, but he did say he would keep me in mind, and so he did. I um, it was about a year later he it may not have even been a year later but he contacted me and um and he said that there was a position available and he wanted me to come in to teach a class and um i was so excited i left my house early but i forgot it was a math class and i forgot the dice that i was going to use to teach a um uh, to teach the class. And he came in, he knew I was like, not like there was something. And he asked me what it was. And I told him I left my dice at home. And he said, 
don't worry about it. I'm sure I can find dice. Somebody around here have dice. And honestly, he found them really, really quickly. And at that moment, he made me feel so relaxed and um, comfortable. I was so ready at that point to, um, to teach the class on um, probability, so or predictability. I'm sorry, it's about predictions. And um, anyways, he just made me feel so um, just comfortable when um, he brought me those dice, and he even gave, shared his morning devotion with me, and made me that he shared with earlier with the other um, teachers that morning, and he just he just made me feel so um, just loved and. Um, and I was ready to go. At that point, I knew I was ready to teach that class. That's one of my fondest memories of Mitch. And she didn't want to teach math because she was an English person, but we made her do that as a sample lesson. So that's cool. All right. So this is Nicole. And uh, I just, one of my favorite memories um, is something that you made a lot light, lighthearted in the midst of um, a middle of a basketball game when I was having to uh, mop up the puddles on the gym floor from our leaking roof. And you took it as an opportunity to maybe do a fundraiser. So you took around your hat to uh, get donations to work on our new gym. And I just love that about you, that you're optimistic and uh, seize those moments um, and lead in those moments as well. So Love that about you. And uh, also have just loved sharing life with you with our boys and um, how we've just compared them over the years of just their funny little quad friendship that they have. Um, I've loved that. I've loved um, walking and parenting with you with our stories of our kids, our rough mornings, our hard mornings. Um, it's been a gift to me. So thank you for the years we've had together. I brought in $93 in that hat that night after I, I past the hat that's cool yeah that was fun i have known mr minnie since his oldest son was just 18 months old and he has been like my actual big brother and i don't even know if he realizes it or not like he's just been my brother and so he's just been amazing my whole life and my favorite memory is when he tried to teach me math when i was trying to take the ace uh, the sat pre-sat to um become a, a radio, go into radiology. He'll know what I mean. He remembers. <laughs> but it was kind of a funny time where he tried to teach me math and, and, and we didn't, he didn't realize how much math I didn't know at the time. But yeah, he's been awesome. I actually met her when Isaiah was six months old. That was Mrs. Pimentel. I've known her since 2002. Wow. Hi Mitch, it's Heather Harmon. I first wanted to thank you for being such an amazing friend and an amazing boss um, when we first moved here from Texas, um, just helping our whole family feel comfortable here and um, just helping us to move into the ICS community and feel at home here. Um, and then giving me the opportunity for my dream job here at ICS and I would work for you Anytime, any place, I have so enjoyed working with you. Um, and also, at some point, I'm going to get the bus license. I promise. Yes. Sometime you need to ask Mrs. Harmon the first time she drove the bus.
You got to ask her about that. Might have been before she even had her driver's license. Hey, Mitch. Uh, the memory that sticks out for me the most is one I refer to a lot on my phone. Uh, it's the recording of when you called and um, talked to me about a position open here. I'll never forget that. God put me on your heart and I'll be forever grateful um, for that. And I wanted to play the recording for you because uh, I often refer to it. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about if you would still be interested in being considered for another um, position at the school and uh, have something that I think could fit you just in our conversation and, and from some of the skill set that you uh, have described. So um, skill set and talent, might I add. So uh, skills can be taught, talent, you know, different deal. So. You recognize talent in me, and I will forever be grateful. You will be missed, Mitch. I remember talking to her. I think that I was on our back patio walking around when I made that phone call. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. <laughs> That's bizarre. Mr. Menning, there is just no way I could pick one favorite memory. I will forever be grateful for your leadership and your friendship. I count it as a blessing to have walked through so many great moments and hard moments with you. We've cried tears of joy and tears of pain. And uh, Mitch, you've been a terrific boss, but an even better friend. She's phenomenal. It's awesome working with Mrs. Buckley. So I have had the privilege of working with Mitch his whole time here at ICS. And I just appreciate so much the, um, the culture that he has helped develop. I, I think about his faith and um, I mean, just a, one memory is that ocean song and, and singing that ocean song and just to, you know, just, I feel like he led us at that time and continued to, to just to trust God, to step out um, he modeled that, and I think he's done a fabulous job. I, I love um, the people he's hired to be my bosses. Dr. Armstrong, he did a great job bringing Dr. Armstrong in and, and just helping to shape the culture of the ICS high school. And fabulous job hiring Denise Buckley to be um, dean, and, and I just am so grateful um, as how he has given leadership to the people that give, you know, me fabulous leadership into our whole school, you know, really good leadership. So, so grateful for Mitch Manning. It's Miriam, by the way. We know Mrs. Finney. That's awesome. She started right before. I so the, the best thing I can say about Mitch is that he is personable. He is a people person. And from day one, that's what I noticed about him. And even now, I would consider him a friend, um, a brother in Christ, and I'm very thankful to have worked for him. I know it's just going to be see you around because he'll still be here, but um, I'm very thankful for him as a boss. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I, uh, I backed into Mrs. Longoria the other day. There was no damage done to our vehicles, but we bumped cars. <laughs> it was totally my fault. So this morning I uh, pulled in and she was getting out of her car and I rolled down my window. I said, Hey, looks like somebody hit you in the back. And 
she's like what and then she knew i got her so that was that was <laughs> yeah. yeah everybody's gonna miss you there like miss longoria said it's gonna be high here and there is there anything you'd like to say before we uh, you know um i love i think this year is probably going to be my most memorable year at ICS because I have realized how much I actually love working here and I love being here um, and I'm excited that Mr. Pethel is going to bring some things that um, are probably not my strengths and um, and that's okay and it's good uh, and it's time for ICS to take the next step but I'm, um, I'm still going to miss it a lot but I'm glad I'm still going to be around so Keep on doing this stuff, you guys. This is awesome. And do stuff. Remember, I talked to you about trying and failing and taking risks. So this is this is fun stuff. Keep it up. Yeah. Thank you for joining us yeah. again. Um, and thank you, viewers, for tuning in, tuning in, listeners, viewers, whatever you are, if this video goes up. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lioncast with our – don't forget to go check out our sister program, the Lions Radio Network. Go check that out. And please, we'll see you next time where we will interview somebody about something. For Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio listeners, please make sure to subscribe. This has been Connor. Thank you for listening to Lioncast, the ICS podcast, made entirely by students of ICS, and be certain to tune in next time. Good day. Good day.